0: When your actions don't match your words, something has to change. Either your words need to change or your actions need to change. So you can tell me all day long that you want to lose weight or get fit or maybe get rid of your Hashimoto's symptoms. But if you don't do the work, then we need to dig deeper to discover why. Welcome to the Balanced Fit and Free Podcast. I'm Ryan Mullins, your host, and you are in the right place if you are ready to learn how to live a life of balance through healthy daily actions and a positive mindset. As a Hashimoto's hypothyroid warrior, I will be sharing with you tried and true methods of keeping a balanced lifestyle to ward off inflammation, aching joints, brain fog, and weight gain. My very open and honest approach will have you leaning in to learn more. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. It's Ray ann over here waving hello to you even though you can't see me. (laughs) Thanks again, you guys, so much for being here. Uh, This week we are talking about why people don't reach their goals. I'll touch on a few ideas and we will cover some of the most common excuses that people have when it comes to eating better and exercising. So that's what we're talking about today. We're really talking more in the realm of the exercise and eating healthy or eating better. So as you can imagine, as a coach, I hear a lot of people You know, I I talk to a lot of people who are, you know, trying to reach goals. And a lot of these people are wishing for something, but not actually putting in the work to get there. And it sounds kind of harsh when I say it out loud. But I think a lot of people want to want certain goals, but they don't really want it. You know what I mean? It's like they think they're supposed to want something. Because society is talking about it and all of their friends are talking about it and people are talking about it. And so they assume they should want it too, but they really, truly, deep down don't want it. Okay. Whether that's weight loss or to look great in a bikini or, you know, whatever the thing is. So when your actions don't match your words, something has to change. Either your words need to change or your actions need to change. So you can tell me all day long that you wanna lose weight or get fit or maybe get rid of your Hashimoto's symptoms. But if you don't do the work, then we need to dig deeper to discover why. So for me as a coach, I wanna make sure that I completely understand what the goal is. And after I know this, then I can help put a plan into place. And once we have a plan, I need to help my clients implement, you know, execute, do the plan. Having a plan is absolutely no good if you don't actually do it. Okay, execution is the key. You can have the perfect plan in front of you, and it might be in front of you for six months (laughs) before you do it. So you can't expect to get results just by having somebody hand you a plan. And you would be surprised at how many people are actually disappointed when they don't reach a goal after not doing the plan. (laughs) So if someone is not following the plan, then I need to make sure that this person understands what the plan is and how to do it. If they don't understand it, then maybe that's the reason they aren't following it. And that's my fault as a coach. I need to be sure that they know exactly what to do step by step. Or if someone is not following the plan, then I need to take time to make sure that I understood what the goal is. Like, I need to make sure that I didn't misunderstand the goal and create a plan that's not appropriate, right? But most of the time, it comes down to the person not doing the plan because they either really don't have a goal that is important enough or they just aren't doing the actions or habits to get there okay if nothing changes nothing changes so if this is the case then i need to talk to my client about either changing their goal to be more realistic and fit what they're actually willing to work for or we need to find a way to make the actions fit better into their lifestyle so let's talk a minute about goals you know that aren't fitting many people have this ideal or a perfect image of what they Think they need to look like or be like or act like or whatever. So instead of really making a goal that they really, really, really want deep down, they feel like they need to reach this higher goal or this perfect goal, perfection. So when the plan is set and the actions seem too much or they never start the plan then we need to stop and set some better, more realistic goals. And I truly believe that we get stuck in this comparison mode, right? We're always comparing ourselves to others or what we think we should be like or what we used to be like. And then we forget because we're so stuck in this comparison mode that we forget what we actually want and what's most important for ourselves. I still have to remind myself of this. You know, I love working out and I love eating healthy and I love having goals and I love doing hard things. Like, I love it. But I still have to remind myself sometimes that I'm not 30 anymore and I'm not going to look like these fitness models on Instagram. So, my goals and my actions need to reflect what's actually important in my life. And right now in my life, what's important is longevity. Like, I want to live a really long time and I have a lot to do in my life still. So, you know, whether I have awesome abs or nice legs or whatever the thing is, doesn't actually matter for my end goal. Although it would be nice, you know. But anyway, so assuming someone does have a realistic goal and is aiming for what they truly want, why then do they not follow the plan? Why don't they do the actions? So here are some things. When it comes to eating healthy, People often make various excuses to justify their choices, right? So, here are some common excuses that I hear that are either about eating healthy or exercise. So, I just jotted down some things to think about and that I'm just going to talk about. And so, they're not really in any order, or some are about food, some are about exercise, some are a combination, but we're just going to jump in here. The number one I've I've got to say it's probably the number one excuse or concern or obstacle, we can call it, if you don't like the word excuse, is I don't have enough time, right? I don't have enough time to prepare healthy meals or I don't have enough time to exercise, okay? Have you ever said that? I bet you're like, yes, Rayanne. I've said that. I think it, and you might actually believe deep down in your heart that you do not have time, okay? Time constraints are absolutely a legitimate concern for many people. But prioritizing your health, whether that's to eat better or to move more, needs to be a priority. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. So why do some people find time to exercise and eat healthy while others do not? I truly believe it comes down to desire and commitment. If you want something bad enough, you're going to find a way no matter what. And if you don't want something bad enough, it's just easier to find an excuse. Okay. And time is a major excuse that I believe is really misused and overused. And I'm sorry, but not sorry, (laughs) you know, sorry, not sorry to say it. Because I think you need to hear it. If you are always telling yourself you don't have time, then I just think that you need to look at where you are spending your time. where are you spending your time? Are you wasting an hour scrolling through Instagram? are you um, and you know maybe that's not a waste depending on like what you do for a job maybe your job is being on Instagram like you know that's part of my job. but you know I admit that sometimes I'll look down and I'll be like, oh my gosh, it's been 30 minutes and I've done nothing but scroll recipes and mostly cookie recipes on Instagram, you know, and like, that's a waste of time. That's 30 minutes I could have gone walking. That's 30 minutes I could have um, prepped uh, my vegetables for my dinner. That's 30 minutes I could have done something productive. Okay. Whether it's health or not, I mean, it's 30 minutes I could have worked on my next podcast. So my point is, if you truly believe that you have no time, then I just want to say that maybe you need to do a time journal, a time, you know, just check out what you're doing during your day because I bet you there's blocks of time that you could do something. Okay. So here's some tips to break the excuse for exercise or I'm I'm sorry, not exercise for eating healthy. You can plan and prep meals in advance. Okay. I know maybe you don't want to do that, but if it's really important to you to eat healthy or to lose weight or to feel better, prepping meals in advance is going to save you time during the week and it's going to help you reach your goal faster. So spend some time on the weekend or during a less busy, you know, period of time. Maybe maybe Monday is your light day of work or whatever. So maybe use that day to prep meals, okay? This can include just chopping vegetables, marinating your proteins, maybe even like cooking some things like making a soup ahead of time, a chili, or cooking a bunch of chicken at one time. I always do that. I always have some kind of protein pre-cooked, whether it's ground beef or ground turkey or chicken breast. I always have something available because it's all about convenience, right? And it doesn't take long. Also, you could, speaking of convenience, you could opt for buying pre-cut vegetables at the grocery store or pre-washed salads. You know, there's so many options now. Like, there's really no excuse. There's so many options of salads that are ready to go, vegetables that are cut up, um, fruits that are cut up, frozen stuff, even you know, and lean protein. You could get a lean protein source like a rotisserie chicken. Okay, you can go to the grocery store almost any time of the week, any time of the day, and buy a cooked chicken. Right. So there really are options available to us. Um you could consider getting a meal kit, like one of those delivery services where they bring you the meal kit with like the the um, produce and the meat and the seasonings. And all you have to do is follow the card. There there's some great ones like HelloFresh and Blue Apron. I don't know if that's right, Blue Apron. I may have mixed two together, but you know what I'm saying? There's definitely those options. Okay. If that's what you want to do, if you want to cook at home, but you don't want to like go to the grocery store, you don't want to like get the individual things, Meal kits are a great option. Also, use up your kitchen gadgets. You know, one of my very, 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 very favorite things in the whole world is a slow cooker. I mean, that's why I always have chicken breasts available because I throw them into the slow cooker with some garlic powder, onion powder, a little salt, a little pepper, a little bit of water, cook them on low or high, depending on how soon I want them. And when they're done, I either chop it into cubes or I shred it or keep them whole. And then I have easy, lean protein, ready to go. Slow cooker, crock pot, whatever you want to call it. Awesome. 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 Um, Pressure cookers, right? Those are great too. You can make soups. You can get your meat. You can do a side dish. There's so many things you can do. And then of course the famous air fryers. (laughs) Okay. I just want to side note this really quick. I refused. I may have said this last week. I'm having a hard time remembering what I say every week. I don't know if that's an age thing. (laughs) Or I'm just doing a lot of talking to people. But I want to say this. I refused to buy an air fryer forever. I'm like, there's no reason to buy an air fryer when I have a perfectly good functioning oven that has convection, right? I'm like, there's no reason to do it. Well, I finally broke down because my son, when he was during his weight loss phase, he really wanted an air fryer. So, you know, to appease him, I got it. And guess who uses it all the time. That's me. Love it. Love it. Love it. It significantly reduces cooking time. You don't have to heat the oven. Um, You can make stuff healthier in there. So use kitchen gadgets. Okay, that there's no excuse that you can absolutely cook food quickly, fast and healthy. And then remember, there's so many recipes available online. Okay, you there's really no excuse about like what to eat or what to cook with Google and Pinterest at our fingertips. (laughs) Wow, we have a plethora of options and ideas. You can do this, but only if you want to. Okay. The true block, I think, is desire and commitment. Desire and commitment. Okay. So here's some, some things to think about when it comes to not having enough time to exercise. You just got to prioritize it, prioritize your activity, make exercise a non-negotiable part of your daily routine, set aside specific time slots for exercise, just like you would for any other important appointment. Okay. Important appointment. So if you had a doctor's appointment, you wouldn't be like, oh, I don't have time. Or if you like your tooth broke, <laughs> you had to go to the dentist because your tooth, you would make time, right? no matter how busy your schedule is, you would make time because it's important. Now I know that's more important than like going for a walk, but is it, I mean, it might be more urgent, but no, those walks and those healthy actions can actually keep you away from the doctor. Okay. So, um, here's another thing I want to say. If you set aside a time, maybe every day at 6 a.m. or noon or whatever your time is, it doesn't matter what time it is. You set your time, you're going to do your movement, whether it's a walk day, whether it's a weight lift, you know, lifting day, or maybe it's a yoga day, maybe it's a Zumba day, whatever day, day it is, whatever thing you like to do. If you get to that time and you really, really, really just don't want to do it, this is where the rule, the five minute rule comes in. Give yourself five minutes, just do something, do something for five minutes. And if after five minutes, if you still feel terrible and in a bad mood and don't want to do it, then you can stop. But once you get moving, you're more likely to keep moving, right? Isn't that inertia? Like once, you know, movement creates more movement, that kind of thing. It's so true. I do this too. I mean, I, just because I'm an exercise, you know, professional or in a health coach doesn't mean that I don't have days where I don't want to exercise. I mean, I am human, right? I do the five-minute rule and I can't even remember times that I stopped after five minutes. Because once your body gets moving, you get warmed up, you feel better, then you want to keep going. Oftentimes the days I really, really don't want to exercise, those oftentimes become my best most killer workouts and where I'm like, thank goodness I did it because I feel amazing. So keep that in mind, do the five minute rule and then, you know, go from there. Also incorporate movement throughout the day. I think a lot of people think that if they don't have a perfect hour to do the perfect warm up, the perfect workout and the perfect cool down and stretch, they feel like they shouldn't do anything. That is just not true. Okay. Take short breaks throughout the day to do whatever you need to do. Go up the stairs, um, go for a quick walk, do some squats, you know, in the bathroom, do whatever you need to do. Just get movement in. The more movement you do throughout your day, the better you will feel. Okay. I promise you, I promise you, I would never promise you that if I didn't believe it. Also make it efficient, focus on high intensity workouts or like interval training. So these can provide effective results in a much shorter amount of time. So you could consider things like circuit training, where you just do like, pick like four different exercises and then just do them, you know, in a circuit fashion, like maybe 30 seconds of each one or a minute of each one, you know, HIT workouts. Those are high intensity interval training, like quick bursts, you know, followed by a rest break. Um, they're also called Tabata. Okay. Okay. So, even just 20 minutes, even 10 minutes, but I'm going to say 20 minutes of strength training can be exactly what you need. So, right now, I'm doing the summer strength program, and my group is doing workouts three times a week together for under 30 minutes. And guess what? We are all super sore. You don't have to have a perfect hour long. For some reason in our brains, we think we need to work out for an hour to make it work. But no, like today was 23 minutes, and it was I was sweaty. I felt accomplished. I felt a huge boost of energy after. I felt awesome. And I'm going to fill it. It works. So aim for something over nothing. Something instead of nothing. Okay? Better, not perfect. Okay? Keep that in mind. All right. The next excuse besides time is expensive. Being healthy is expensive you know, healthy food is too expensive or I can't afford a gym. Okay. So I want to say this, maybe that's true for you, right? That's fine. I get it. I totally get that. Not everybody is rolling in the dough every day. Okay. And that's why I love doing like this podcast. I love offering a free resource for you to get tips, to, you know, get help for free. And so I understand that. I understand like maybe you can't go join the most expensive gym in town. I understand that maybe you're not getting those meal kits that I talked about. Maybe that's expensive for you. I totally understand. Okay. So while some healthy food options, for example, may appear really costly, it actually is very possible to eat healthily on a budget. Okay. And remember, prioritizing nutrient-dense foods can absolutely contribute to long-term savings, okay, of money by reducing medical costs associated with poor nutrition and not taking care of yourself. So if you think it's expensive to eat healthy, just wait until you have heart surgery or have other health issues and expenses because you didn't take care of yourself earlier right? And I know that's kind of a hard truth, but it's it's a hard truth. It is. If you don't want to spend the money now on choosing better food, then you will be spending that money on something else like medication or surgeries or going to the doctor, right? So let's talk about some tips for eating on a budget. Just shop smart, okay? If you're just randomly go to the store and grab food, you're going to spend way more money than if you plan meals in advance, okay? If you plan out a menu, and it doesn't have to be a perfect menu, but maybe you pick like four meals that you want to eat for the week from that, and then obviously snacks and like breakfast, lunch, things like that, you want to make a shopping list and don't avoid, you know, I mean, don't go off the list, like just buy what's on the list, Okay. So some ideas would be like, look in the sales paper or in the paper for sales. You know, like certain um, grocery stores have days where they have like meats on sales or they have, you know, whatever. Like they may have a theme of like frozen chicken breasts on sale this week. Buy two, get one free or, you know, buy two, get three free even sometimes. So if you're seeing these sales, go ahead and stock up and use your freezer. Okay, okay. Also consider shopping at the local farmers market because you can get great deals on fresh fruits and vegetables and if you buy too much, then you can freeze it. okay? So just look, you know be smart about your shopping. Also choose affordable protein sources. like like there are options, different kinds of meats, eggs, canned tuna or salmon, frozen chicken breasts like I just mentioned are a great way to get in your protein. Also, don't forget about things like lentils um, and even tofu, because all of those things are budget friendly. Um, Don't forget about frozen vegetables, too. Maybe if you're somebody who feels like you waste fruits and vegetables, like maybe you go and you're going to, you know, feeling really like motivated and you're going to buy a bunch of salad stuff, right? You get the salad stuff home, but then things happen and you don't get to it. And then you end up throwing away the whole vegetable drawer at the end of the week, If that's you, then consider getting frozen fruits and vegetables because the frozen is just as nutritious as the fresh. Okay. It's really, it's really great actually. And now there's all these steam fresh options. So don't be afraid of going to the freezer aisle for your vegetables and fruit. And, And by the way, I buy frozen fruit all the time because I love putting them in smoothies. And I prefer that over fresh fruit because I like how it makes it like really cold and thick. So I mean, I don't see any harm in buying frozen at all. Okay. And remember cooking at home is going to save you money too. Um, You know, when you make food at home, you can also make extra so that you can eat several times. I mean, I always tell people, you know, if you're making dinner, make an extra serving or two so that you have lunch for the next two days. So not only are you, you know, saving money so you don't have to go out to eat for lunch, but now you've just made two extra healthy meals that are going to help you towards your goal, okay? And then when it comes to, you know, expenses around exercise, I just don't see any excuse around exercise and money. Because you do not have to join a gym or a studio or any fancy places. I, you know, I know like Pure Bar and like Orange Theory and all these places and, well, Ram Fitness back in the day. They were all, they're all kind of costly, right? And the reason they are is because you get a lot of personal attention and that's, it's totally worth it. It's all about value. But maybe that's not in your budget and that's okay. Do you know that I work out in my garage? and have now for years. Ever since I closed the studio, um, I just made a gym in my garage. And I love it. You know, I mean, it's a little hot right now. And it gets a little cold in the winter. But I love it. You just, you know, adjust what you're wearing. And I think it's awesome. And with just a few pieces of equipment, you can complete a total body workout. And I got to remind you, remember that walking is such a good idea. And guess what? It's free. Right? You don't have to pay a fee to walk down your street. You don't even have to pay a fee to go to most local parks, right? And bodyweight exercises such as squats, lunges, push-ups, which I hate, but push-ups, crunches, leg lifts, they're also free, right? The only investment you have to make with a lot of exercise is your time and energy. Don't let the cost of joining a gym hold you back from exercising. Okay. Because it's just not true. Um, You can absolutely exercise with no equipment. Okay. The only thing I really want you to worry about is wearing decent shoes. Okay. Because I think that's important. So anyway, I also want to point out that there are so many resources online. If you have no idea what to do in your garage to exercise, guess what? Google and Pinterest. There you go. Boom. And by the way, I do have on my YouTube channel a few workouts and I'm getting ready to release more. So you can go to my YouTube and search there and find some total body workouts. Okay. Now they're longer though. They're going to be over 30 minutes. So just keep that in mind. If, if the time issue is a concern, don't do mine. But if it's You know, just wanting to do something at home, then you can follow those workouts. And always look out because I do occasionally pop in some six week strength programs for home workouts. So occasionally I will let you know about that, but only if you're on my email list. So if you're not on my email list, get on there so you can find out when I do these home workouts. Okay. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and move on from that excuse. Um, The next excuse is, so the first one was time. The second one's money. Third one is, this is just about food, healthy eating, healthy food doesn't taste good, okay? Healthy food can be absolutely delicious and satisfying when prepared well. Many people have preconceived notions about healthy eating based on maybe bland or unappetizing experiences, either growing up or just maybe they've had bad experiences cooking themselves. But there are so many great ways to prepare food. Okay. So many options available. And if you two grew up with a mom who wasn't the best cook, then I hear you. I'm here telling you, I understand that you might think vegetables taste terrible because maybe your experience growing up was like mine and veggies often came from a can and they were soggy and basically had no seasoning and were just disgusting, okay? But this doesn't have to be the case. Okay? Um I basically taught myself how to cook. When I stayed home with my kids when they were little, I would watch Rachel Ray and Bobby Flay and I forget that one, Constantina, I can't remember the name. But anyway, I watched cooking shows and that's how I learned how to cut vegetables. It's how I learned how to put seasonings together. Um, you know, you can teach yourself very easily how to cook decent, easy meals. And today, for example, I have to share this with you because it was amazing. I it, really, my lunch was delicious. I made some chicken salad. So remember I told you earlier, I cooked chicken breasts in the um, slow cooker. So yesterday I cooked four chicken breasts and when they were done cooking yesterday, I shredded them up and then I just put it in the fridge. And then today what I did is I took a can of chickpeas um, from Trader Joe's. They actually are flavored with parsley and garlic and cumin and something else. I So I took the chicken, the shredded up chicken, I dumped in that can of chickpeas um, just to add a little bit more protein, a little bit more um, fiber and they also have oil on them, so that was going to be kind of the fat base as well. And then I squeezed a whole lemon, the juice from a lemon on top, and I chopped up a bunch of br- uh, basil. So and oh, and a red onion. So I made this chicken salad with with lemon, basil, a red onion, and those, the can of the chickpeas. Mixed it all up. So I was going to eat that for lunch, but I needed more. So I took a bunch of spring mix just from the, you know, a bag that I bought that's already washed because I like convenience and I, but I like to chop it. So I chopped it up and I tossed that into my chicken salad. And I also recently bought this green goddess dressing from Trader Joe's. That's amazing. And it's super locale. It's nothing is wrong with it. It's so delicious. So I put that on there. So I had this big bowl full of protein and vegetables and a ton of flavor. So I can't wait to eat it again tomorrow. Like I cannot wait. Like I might even want to eat it again for dinner, but I'm actually going to wait and keep it for tomorrow because I need lunch tomorrow. So my point is there are ways to eat healthily and have it taste delicious. So experiment with seasonings and herbs, right? that's really the trick is herbs and seasonings. Okay. Explore different combinations and discover like preferences. Maybe you don't realize that you like curry. I always thought curry was disgusting, but no, it's because I just didn't have it in a good way. So now I love it. Or like Asian food. And, um, there's so many amazing things that you can make. Try new recipes, explore cookbooks, look at food blogs, go to Pinterest. Like I said, find healthy recipes. Okay. The other thing you can do is find healthier alternatives. Think about what your favorite foods are. Okay. No matter what it is, maybe it's a chicken Philly, you know, you can find ways to take your favorite meal and cre- recreate it in a healthier version. Okay. So a chicken Philly, like maybe like for me, I'm gluten-free, so I'm going to have to find some kind of gluten-free like roll you know and then I don't do dairy so I skip that and I do extra like mushrooms and onions I sauté them and I add seasonings and then I put it on chicken and there I have like a chicken pilly I just don't have all of the stuff um but I love it or mexican dishes or italian dishes or I especially love to bake So I love finding healthier versions of cookies and brownies and muffins and donuts. I love doing that. And it can actually be so fun and such a challenge. So instead of making the excuse of, oh, eating healthy sucks, no, like don't let it suck, you know, find ways to make it better. Okay. And my last tip around that is to gradually adjust your palate. So if you're used to eating highly processed, salty or sugary foods, your taste buds may need just a little bit of time to adjust to healthier options. And so when you start by making small changes, like maybe just like reducing the salt in your recipe, like still use it, but just reduce it a little or reduce the sugar or reduce the fat, you know, switch up the kind of meat you use or the different seasonings. And, you know, once you get rid of all the extra salt and the extra sugar and the extra like um fats like hydro- hydrogenated fats from like processed foods you'll actually start to taste the actual food and you're going to be surprised at how awesome it is you know simple things like like oatmeal with less sugar in it can taste amazing it's like you can taste like the nuttiness and the the whole the goodness of it so it's really just about adjusting your palate so please don't tell me that you can't eat healthy because it tastes bad cuz that's I'm not going to listen to that excuse, (laughs) all right? Um, Another excuse is exercise is boring and monotonous, okay? If exercise is boring and monotonous to you, then you just haven't found the activity that you like best, okay? So what you need to do is find activities that you enjoy. Experiment with various types of exercise until you find something that you genuinely enjoy. It might be dancing. It might be swimming, cycling, hiking. Maybe it's just going and joining a sport league. You know, maybe go play soccer, go play volleyball, go pick up a game of basketball or go to group fitness that for years and years and years. And still, I think group fitness is one of the very, very, very best ways to become addicted in a good way to exercise. It's fun. You meet your social group. Um, You don't have to think. You just follow. It's a really awesome way to learn how to enjoy exercise. And when you enjoy the activity, it becomes easier to stick with it. I promise you. Okay. Also, changing it up, incorporate a variety of exercises into your routine. It keeps it interesting. It keeps it fun. Try different kinds of workouts. Explore new classes, or maybe do something outdoor one day and indoor another day. Also, remember if you're doing something um, like that's like monotonous, meaning um, or like one action, like running or walking, listen to music. Listen to whole audiobooks or you know podcasts. Just saying. Some of you might be walking right now listening to this podcast. So you can find ways to make it more enjoyable. Also, exercising with a friend is such a key item. Finding a workout buddy or joining a group, like a fitness class or just a group for fitness, um, can make it way more fun, more social, and more engaging. This will provide you with motivation, accountability, and just an opportunity to try new activities together. Okay. Um, all right, I'm moving on because I'm taking longer than I meant to, but the other excuse I hear a lot is that I'm too tired to exercise. Hey, I hear you, but I want you to remember that exercise can actually boost your energy. Okay. So here's some tips. So you want to start with lighter activities. Okay. On days that when you're feeling super tired, just opt for low intensity exercises, such as like stretching. Even just stretching is movement and good for your body. Maybe do some yoga or go for a leisure walk. It doesn't have to be a power walk. You don't have to be like pumping your arms with your your weights and, you know, stopping at the bench and doing squats and you don't have to do all that. Like just get out and move. Gentle movement can help boost your energy levels and improve your mood. That is really really important. Schedule your workouts strategically. Remember earlier I was like plan in your workouts like it's an appointment. Well, if energy is an issue for you, then plan your workouts for a time of the day when you typically have more energy. You know, maybe that's morning time. Maybe that's lunch. Maybe that's evening. I'm not sure when it is for you because only you know that. But experiment with different times of the day to find what works best for you. I will say I love morning workouts because you get it out of the way and it gives you a boost of energy. So even though it might be hard to get up early, Once you're up and going, it can really make for an awesome day. So at least try it. Um, And, you know, remind yourself of the positive effects of exercise on your energy levels, okay, and your overall well-being. Remind yourself, you know, when you're tired, remind yourself that, oh, maybe if I get up and move, I won't feel so tired, okay? It's really, really important. And I got to tell you, sometimes just getting started is the hardest part, And once you begin, you may find that your energy levels improve during and after the workout. That is why I like the five-minute rule that I was explaining earlier. Sometimes just getting moving, whether it's like just walking or standing and marching in place or maybe just walking up the stairs, just that initial jolt of movement is what's going to boost your energy, okay? Some other ideas is, like I already said, but working out with a friend you know, when I'm feeling low on motivation and energy, you know, adding in a workout with a buddy or having an accountability group really snaps me into focus right away. Okay. So think about that. When you're with somebody, you already have like somebody that probably feels the same way as you do. So when you're together, you can accomplish more and it's going to make you feel better and it'll help boost your energy just to be with somebody. Having support gives us energy. So, I got to tell you, on Tuesday nights, I teach a cycle class and I love it. But I got to tell you, Tuesday nights by 5 30, I'm kind of winding down. That's not my most energetic time of the day because, like I just told you, I actually prefer morning workouts. So, it's tough for me to make myself get up and get ready and go to the gym to teach the class. But once I get there and I turn on the music and I see my friends and the people in the class and we just start moving, about I'm not kidding, three to five minutes in, I'm like, okay, I got this, I got this. But at four o'clock while I'm trying to think about getting to go and I'm thinking about the class and what I'm gonna do, yeah, I'm not so excited, (laughs) okay? But it can be the same with you. But once I go, you know, it's done and I'm happy about it. So overall, remember that consistency is key when it comes to exercise and eating better. Start with small, achievable, goals and goals that are important to you. Get some success under your belt and then you can increase your expectations a little at a time. Celebrate your progress along the way just to keep you motivated and committed to your health and fitness routine. So no matter your excuse, okay, or obstacle, if your goal is not appropriate, you probably won't do what you need to do. On the other hand, if your goal is set appropriately and you're just not doing the work, then it's time to figure out what is your main obstacle. You know, is it time? Is it the money? Is it just the know-how? Is it space? Is it maybe that you need more support? Once you know your obstacle, then you can create a plan around the struggle. Okay? One great idea is to get a coach to help give you some guidelines to follow and some accountability from when you're feeling lost or just not motivated to do the work. So I happen to know this really cool coach. Yeah, she's really fun and really nice and she likes to help people. So if you need her name, it's it's on this podcast. Just just saying. All right. So I hope today gave you something to think about. And like always, I'd love to hear from you. Do you find yourself saying one thing but doing another, right? Do you find it hard to stick to your goals and to your plans? Like, I want to know. And have you beat this battle? Like, have you figured it out? You know, what did you do to make it work better for you? I would love to hear because, you know, I'm still learning too. And you may tell me something that is absolutely brand new to me that I can share with others. So I'd love to hear from you. And you guys, thanks again for being here. Please remember to rate and review the podcast. I would so so appreciate it. If you give me a five-star review and a written rating on Apple, okay, on Apple Podcasts, your name will go into a drawing for a free coaching session. I did one today and it was so fun. I love being able to connect with my listeners. So um, if you're not sure how to rate on Apple, You can go to my podcast, to the homepage of the podcast, not to the individual episode, to the actual, like, main page of the podcast. And you scroll down. It's going to be a while. So you got to scroll to the bottom. And then you'll see a place where you can actually just, like, click on the star rating that you want and then an optional review. So I love, love, love getting reviews and seriously makes my whole day. I'll see it and I get all giddy and it's so fun. So thank you guys so much for being here and I will catch you next week. Thank you for tuning into the balanced fit and free podcast. I am so stoked that you are here. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. You want to continue the conversation or share your takeaways? I would love to hear from you. Head on over to my Instagram at ramfitlife or Facebook at Rayanne Mullins and comment on your favorite part of the show. See you next week.